Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fastest podcast on the internet. Welcome to True Grid. It's time to drop the hammer on another show. Show 20 of this 2021 season. I am your host, Shane Davis, a former IMCA Modified National Champion. And I've got my buddy Pat Moore here, along with uh, Kelly, the big boss man. Kelly, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thank All you. right, man. Good to see you. Good to be here. All right. You've been working too hard. I'm glad you had time for the show. Yeah, well... Yeah, we're starting to slow down here a little bit, so we're gonna spend a little time with uh, the boys. Huh? Yeah, absolutely, right. and that's great. Looking forward to it. Pat, how's uh, your week been going? Been keeping busy on the racing season? Always. Yep. All right, a lot of racing as we're kind of coming around. Turn four on the racing season, but uh, football's starting to get started. So school racing season starts winding down, or at least moving for the national guys moving sure. to warmer climates. So we're kind of wrapping things up a little bit. All right, hey, we're going to talk about uh, Rocket Rob Tolan not able to make it again tonight, still having some stuff going on. So, uh, you know, we thought it was best to move him to another date, and we'll uh, talk about that later on. But uh, tonight, I want to go over some of the results of local racing action here. Uh, Dubuque Speedway, Justin Kai picked up the uh, late model feature win. Uh, modified, Matt Ganson, Ryan Doom, and Timmy Current were the top three in Dubuque, Iowa. Sport Mod, Ryan Schilling picked up the win. Scott uh, Bush was second. Grant Math, third. And the Hobby Stock, Brandon White picked up the win. Uh, Sport Compact was Josh Starr. And the American Iron Racing Series, I love that series. Doug Yates. So cool. Steve Johnson, former late model, modified great. Uh, now running in that American Iron Racing Series. And then David Crimmins rounded out the top three. Now, Crimmins' brother ran for a lot of years in IMCA stock car. Crimin is a white-collar worker, and yeah. yet, uh, you know, he loves racing. So he decided, hey, I'm going to go uh, racing this year, and and we're going to have some fun. And so he's, uh, you know, out there on the speedway having a good time. That, you know what, that uh, series hobby is stock. so cool. Yeah, yeah, okay. East Moline Speedway last night, late model uh, uh, feature, went to Andy Nezwerski, one of our guests earlier in the season. That's right. Uh, Shout out to the Nez. Great win for Nez, yeah. Chuck Hanna, the number 65, rolled home second. Another great guy. Seen him over at Davenport over the weekend, but picked off the win up at, or second place run at uh, East Moline Sunday night. Brandon Rothzen, one of those new names, uh, finished third. And then the late model legend Gary Webb rolled home with a fourth place finish. Modified, it was Jeff Bone Larson, no stranger to Victory Lane, current leader in IMCA national uh, points. And he'll be right. heading out to. Uh, Boone, Iowa coming up, America's Racing Vacation. That's going to be Labor Day week. They started on Monday, yeah. race all week long, and they wrap it all up on Saturday night with a big show. So He'll be Mark a heavy hitter out there, without yeah. a doubt. Oh, my God. Brandon Durbin uh, come home second in uh, Modifieds, and Annie Nazworski driving that number 85 Lushong Motorsports car, rolled her home in third place. And in sports uh, mod, the Candyman, Jarrett Franzen, picked up the win. Uh, in the number 33 car, Jacob Copley, the number 55, rolls it home in second. And longtime racing veteran David Engelkins in the number 65 comes home with a third-place run. Uh, hobby stock, Andrew Burke, picked up the win and doing double duty street stock. Burke come back, picked up the win in the uh, yep. street stock division. Uh, Mike Zemo, Jr., uh, boy, he's just, uh, you know, been one tough guy to beat this year in Mod Lights, <laughs> picked up the win in Mod Light. And then Sport Compact. It was our old buddy Kyle Hawkins in that beautiful that? purple 
racing machine of his. He also wrapped up the track championship with a win Sunday night at East Moline Speedway. And Kelly, well I want to talk about that. I mean, one of your racetracks, you got six tracks out there, but East Moline Speedway being one of those, you've been up there all season long. Uh, great tack to watch a race at. There's not a bad seat in the house. And you have got one of those good seats uh, with your camera. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been great. They, you know, and uh, you got to hand it to all the tracks that we work with. It's been a difficult year. We've gotten a lot of rain, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, a lot of people like to complain about stuff. But, I mean, I think for the circumstances, they've all done great, you know, especially after last year where everything kind of got thrown up into a mix. Yeah, got crazy. uh, you know, so, and you yeah. got a guy like Jeff yeah. Peterson, the promoter up there. I think he's done a nice job. Track has really turned around. I mean, from Fahrenheit on, you've had a beautiful racetrack up there. Uh, you know, he's tried hard. I mean, last year, you were up against the wall when the season starts out with COVID. Yeah. And, right. you know, Peterson had his hands tied. There was things he could do and not do uh, since we were under COVID at that time. And, you know, he's bounced back this year uh, and really done a nice job. So I think uh, – Onward and upward for East Moline Speedway and the Rock Island County Fairgrounds. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For yep. sure. Okay. Pat, what's going on on the national scene? Well, in the national scene, the Lucas Oil Late Model Series got rained out. Can you believe right. that? I, you know, I could that, take a rubber stamp and just oh copy that each and every single week. Yeah. Actually, they were out in Pennsylvania, Port Royal Speedway. Um, they got to run the Friday night program. Tim McCready brought home the Friday night $12,000 main at Port Royal. If you've never seen that track, it's a beautiful, big, fast racetrack. Jimmy Owens second, and, and Turbo was third. Saturday night got rained out. They're looking at rescheduling that. Uh, on the World of Outlaw Sprint Car scene, uh, Friday night they were at I-80 in Nebraska. Donnie Schatz took home the $10,000 win, and Sheldon Hunshield second, Carson Macedo third. Sunday, in Rapid City, South Dakota, they swapped places. Little Hod won over Donnie Schatz and David Gravel. So okay. fast guys up front pretty much everywhere we go. Knoxville uh, wrapped up the weekly championship at uh, Knoxville. In Knoxville, they run three classes. They run a, a kind of like a claim motor, what was the 305s. They run the 360 motors, and then they run the, the open 410s. And it was uh, two of the three classes came down to the very last lap to decide the championship. Wow. So you have an entire season uh, battling for the, the championships in all three classes. All right. Clint Garner finished third and stole the 360 uh, series championship away from Ryan Giles on the last lap, beat him by one position to take the championship. In the 410s, Brian Brown won the battle, but Davey Heskin actually won the war. Davey Heskin won his first track championship, uh, did a phenomenal job. Um, and Justin Henderson actually was leading coming in, got run over on uh, the first lap, dashing his hopes. Gio Selzy, the drag racer's son, was running a TRD experimental motor and was leading okay. until he broke an axle, unfortunately, and dropped out. So wow. Brian Brown dropped off the World of Outlaw Tour and uh, stayed home and won the main event, but um, but did not get to win the championship. Davey Heskin won his first uh, championship. Then there was some racing going on locally, too, as well. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. Now, Kelly, all season long, we've done the weekly show at Davenport yep, Speedway. Yep. We've had wonderful numbers. The fans have been great. Uh, you know, the people supporting us, uh, watching on TV that can't get to uh, the races over at Davenport Speedway, they've been great numbers. Yeah. And, you know, I think one thing about uh, Dunright TV is uh, a lot of the shows I've been to, now, you know, I've announced for the Mars Racing Series, I've announced for... A lot of the big uh, touring uh, series. 
you know, and I was kind of surprised to see one camera at a particular show. But uh, we got a little. We do a little better than that, don't we, Kelly? Well, we try to. We yeah. try to. And uh, and again, without without the tracks help, we wouldn't we wouldn't you know even have the opportunity. So we appreciate the opportunity. But um, and we're you know we're trying to just take it to the next level, you know. And I know we're not going to get all the big shows. Sure. You know, I know that. Um, this is our basically our first year, you know, right? Full season without you know COVID or whatever, but. So I'm okay with that, you know, but my game, I'm just, I'm not worried about what everybody else does. I'm just trying to make what, what we do every day better. You know, you know and I'll tell you nice, we got the total package here. I mean, we've yeah. not only got, you know, the, the done right TV, which is all, you know, motorsports related for the most part. Uh, we go out and we do the garage interviews. And I mean, my God, the number's been great. Gary Webb, uh, you know, we went in his shop last year, 32,000 people watching that show. It amazed me. And then Pat Moore, we opened up. We had our initial show, right. doing a walkthrough at your race shop, and That's we right. had eleven thousand people uh, watching. You know, across America. I mean, how about that? Is that amazing? That is absolutely amazing. Yeah, that number just blows me away. Uh, when I look at the other numbers, Kelly, that we have at the racetracks, we've done very well. Uh, you know, we've not only got the main camera that's uh, doing the video on the races, we've got that speed shot, and I really like that because, boy, with that uh, camera that's set for the speed shot. You can see the cars ripping by at lightning speed. Yeah. And tell me a little bit about, we're going to get to Davenport Speedway and the show they had, but you have talked about buying a bucket truck. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I have. And, right. uh, you know, and we've, we just started experimenting with the third camera. Yeah. Uh, we've got a wireless system now um, that we're trying out and it's it's nice because you know we can literally put a camera pretty much anywhere now yeah um so we can actually move the speed shot around and sure. you know maybe get a, a full view of the track or something like that okay um so you know again that's that's what i'm trying to do is is uh and and most of the tracks too we've kind of wired up yeah so the people coming in are going to have a, an advantage i guess right. and that's just i don't know one of them things i guess that uh and kelly explain wired up now we used to go you know, like I had a transmitter down where I was at, down the announcer's yeah, booth, right. and then the signal would go up to the base station, which is where you and the crew were at. Well, 20 years I've been doing wired stuff, you know, internet, TV, stuff like that. Yeah. And wireless is always okay and good. It works. But if you can get a wire, you're always better. Sure. Right. Always going to be a better connection. Sure. So, you know, with at Davenport, we ran an audio cable underneath the stands and underneath the track and up to where you're at because yeah. we were having some issues and we got batteries that we have to worry about once in a while. And, and you know, the, I'm going to use the, the promoters for an example because we see what happened at the Davenport, at the show for Davenport. Sure. These promoters, and, and even for, for what we do, and I'll get into that, but the promoters are faced with so many different angles and so many different things that, you know, that they have to deal with that nobody, sure. that nobody really knows. Right. Yeah, and you know what, Kelly? The, what reminds me of the promoters, I don't know if you ever used to watch the old Johnny Carson show, but they used to have a guy that'd be on there, and he had plates spinning, and he'd put them on <laughs> sticks. Yeah. And boy, all of a sudden, he's got 20 plates spinning yeah. out there. And I think that describes a promoter's life. And I'll tell you, Kelly, at times I think it describes your life. Yeah. Well, you got all these plates spinning. Yeah. And, and that's where I'm going with it. It's just that people, people don't see the behind the scenes, you know. Right. And I've been working with these guys for a little over a year now. And, and it's definitely a challenge, you know. And I'll tell you what, man, I, I see a lot of things coming through Facebook. And, I, you know, I mean, it's, it's just it never ends. It never it ends. ends. 
for them because I see a lot of the things that come through for you know for the other um, tracks and stuff like that. But the bottom line is is they're all doing the best they can they sure with are. the situation that you know that's presented. Uh, we're trying to keep the sport from dying, man. Right. I mean, because people less people are going places, not necessarily dirt tracks. Less people are going to the mall. Right. Less yeah. people are going right. to dirt tracks. Less people are going on vacation. Less people are traveling. Less people are moving. Kelly, I got a motor home, and we parked it permanently. We used to go to the right. Daytona 500, Talladega. We right. travel across America with my wife. And, you know, we had rising fuel costs. And, right, you know, we still got that uh, fear of the, you know, COVID. Yep. And so, you know, we just decided, hey, we're staying at home. We're going to yep. enjoy more stuff, you know, at home. And then, you know, when I sit there watching people walk into the races, you know, we have an aging fan base, and we got to find a way to stimulate the youngsters and get more of the youth, you know, involved in racing, that's whether right. that's in driving, whether it's in working for Kelly and helping out on the camera, whether it's in uh, coming to the races and watching. we got to bust them loose from those cell phones yeah, and right. all that technology that we love and hate. Yeah, and that's all. That's also one of one of the reasons why I'm kind of the social media guy of the three of us. And if you if you guys are watching, that's one of the reasons why we always try to promote the social media. It's not always just padding us. We're trying to help all of racing, and I think that's one of the ways that we need to reach out to that next generation. Is if we're not out there on social media, we don't exist. That's right. uh, while I'm on that topic, um, guys, we're with. Kelly Jeffries, the head of Dunright TV. We're going to be talking about um, what he does and, and how it's going to impact all of racing. But while we're on that topic, please make sure that you like and share. Uh, we're on uh, Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on Spotify after the fact. We're also on Twitch. If you're watching us on Facebook, please like and share. That helps a lot. Um, share it to a friend. Yeah, that's right. Share it to a friend that may not know about it. If you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. Um, and, and it helps us all out. Not only does it help us, it also helps your local Saturday night or Friday night, Sunday night dirt track as well. Uh, so Kelly, help explain to everybody of, of what all of what you do and how we're trying to bring that into the living room of the fans that don't wouldn't normally go out there and watch. And I know you and I have talked about it a little bit, like, like a family video, to kind of recap what we were just talking about. Family video has gone belly up because people don't even go to the video store anymore, yeah. right? Which, that's proof in the pudding right there that they're not leaving their houses, you know, yeah. to rent a movie. So, tell well, us. Times are changing, man. Yeah. It's like it's like anything else, right? I mean, times change. Uh, my business has changed completely because sure. I sell that stuff, right? right? I mean, I've been selling dish and and internet and and you know that stuff for years. And and I, it's hard for me to sell TVs. It's hard for me to sell a package, a TV package, even because right. because everybody's watching TV different, and kids that's ain't right. gonna buy TV. Right? They're just not. They're not gonna right. buy it like we do. So. You know, I had to change things up. Sure. You know, and and so what I'm what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to build the tracks and and the the presence of the track, right? Because I don't I don't want to just throw it on TV because I want people in the stands too because that makes my stuff looks better. Sure, right, right. I want I'd love to next year. I've got I got well Lee County. We put a TV up, and I've got I'd love to have TVs installed. Um, at all the tracks, so when people go get a beer, go to the bathroom or something, they can still see right. the production. And I want to ask about that, Kelly. Now over at Davenport Speedway, we got the shed. Yeah. So Mississippi Valley Fairgrounds made the investment. They built this beautiful, state-of-the-art bar in there. Yeah. Right. And so, gorgeous. Are you saying that we could potentially have racing on a TV in the shed? 
that was some date in the that future. was well that was the plan and, and that is already set up for that and and what we were going to do the latest later part of the season once i got the tv installed was to like play last week's event sure. down, you know after the show because it takes us too much time to get it prepped and and transferred to you know to put it on the tv that night right and it's probably some nights it's better to wait a week anyhow because you don't want a couple oh, drivers yeah. in there and have a few beers. <laughs> See, you did hey, take yeah, me out. I told you. We agreed the, the right. next week. Yeah. So that's the plan for next year is to be able to have uh, last week's show played for the drivers so sure. they can, you know, they got a week to whatever. All right. Um, we could go live, you know, and maybe that's a plan. Like at Lee County, uh, the TV mm-hmm. is playing the – you know what we're doing. What you're doing. The live broadcast. So if you go down people, for a beer, or a pop, or a bag of popcorn, you won't miss a yeah, thing. It's all right there. there. Yeah, you'll be able to see the instant replays and stuff like right. that. So well, now you I, talked about uh, Davenport Speedway. I want to get through that uh, quickly. The show we had a three-day World Outlaw show there this yeah. past weekend, and it was an event. And I'm going to tell you, they put a lot of time and effort into it. Jeff Hoker, for all the Hoker-sponsored race cars, he had you know a barbecue business come in yeah. and cater food. Or his drivers. Yeah. I thought, man, I'm going to go buy a late model and put Hoker awesome. on the side of that yeah, thing just yeah. get a free meal. But, you know, just Jeff and Penny Hoker, without people like that, we couldn't make it in racing. Yeah. Uh, they also had one of Hoker's trucks out in front of the grandstands. Mm-hmm. That's right. And we had Toys for Tots, Pat. And I, That's right. I made a swing by the toy store, and I bought a yep. couple items. My wife said, pick up some stuff for the kids. Yep. Well, we're talking about helping out kids. That, you, know, we, you know, we look around. Pat, you live over in Betterdorf. Kelly, you're rich. Yep. Uh, everybody's rich. I live in the West End of Rock Island, so uh, we're talking about people I know. No, and, and so here's what we got. We got people that uh, they can't enjoy the kind of Christmas right. that we take for granted. And so all yeah. these kids, you know, on Christmas morning, we all wanted to have a toy underneath a tree. And so, you know, our military service and Jeff Hoker and Penny Hoker got together. And, boy, we about halfway filled that semi uh, full of toys in three days from all the great race fans, drivers, crews. Everybody brought in stuff, a lot of bicycles, a lot of board games, and just stuff all the kids are going to love. So that was one little component. We talked about all those plates spinning. Uh, They had two-seater rides in the late model after the races. Now, they sold a lot of them. That's great. And what they did, they charged $100. Climbing that thing, they're going to take you around five laps. Justin Kai was driving it, three-time IMCA late model national champion. That $100 went straight to to Toys for Tots. That's, That's outstanding. And they're yeah. and I'm and telling looked you, like they I, were moving pretty good too. They it were. Like I'm gonna tell was, you, That's right, it wasn't yeah. soft foot. Old that old, uh, old Justin had her cranked up. He was uh, getting it on, man. <laughs> and uh, so they had that going on. Uh, they had a car show out there, so it was uh, noon to four o'clock on Saturday. Yep. Yep. Uh, come out and see the cool cars. They also had a bags tournament, and they ended up moving that bags tournament. They're going to have it out in an open space. They thought, you know what? Uh, it's a little warm out. We're going to put a roof over their heads, so they put it in the picnic uh, shelter area. And, boy, uh, we had a ton of people over there playing bags. We also had a history uh, booth opened up, which uh, covered the history of uh, the great Mississippi Valley Fair, the last 100 years. It's amazing. Races 100 years ago. Here we are 100 years yeah. later. We're still doing yeah, it. That's crazy. Uh, right. The whole history behind that. And it, you know, one of the things that was uh, exciting for me, I mean, you're talking about – at one time, we had the existing uh, grandstands that were built in 1920. We had bleachers on both ends of those. We had seating capacity for over 10,000 people. So this is how they did it. 10,000 people, the first 10,000 that walked through the gate, they paid to go watch the races. 
But anybody after ten thousand, uh, they got in free. Yeah. And ten thousand. Yes. Yeah. And in one season alone, they had ten sellouts that year, so people were able to get in for free after the ten thousand and watch races. That's awesome. Now the that crazy is thing is, Pat. You know, we talk about all the safety innovations that we've got out there in our race cars, but they've had them at Speedway. Right. I mean, the people used to stand along the front stretch wall, and I mean, the cars are flying down the straightaway, right. yeah. and you know, you could take out your whole fan base if you lost control oh, yeah. on the front yeah, stretch. Yeah, there was a fence. A fence? Not, not a guardrail. Chain link walls. A fence. Yeah. Wow. That's right. Yeah, a little pipe on yep. top. It's, I'm like, man, I'm sitting at the top of the bleachers. I'm not down there, but, uh, you know, that was just uh, some of the history, and we got a lot of positive response on that. Uh, beyond that, we had all the vendors, uh, probably had about eight, ten vendors from the Great Mississippi Valley Fair. They mm-hmm. came in, they sold the foot long hot dogs. They had the lemonade shake ups. I mean, right. Pat, awesome. talk about that stuff. Oh, yeah. Fun cakes. And, and there were t shirt vendors, you know, giant semis of t shirt vendors on both sides. Uh, you mentioned the Toys for Tots. They had food vendors. Uh, there were uh, simulators. Uh, the, slot car, um, the slot cars were set up there for, for demos and rides. It was really, truly an event. It was, it was phenomenal. It was nice yeah. to see all of the extracurricular stuff that make the difference between making it a race, especially when you have so many people camping and coming in town and staying. They can stay and, and hang around on the concourse and, and enjoy extracurricular activities, not just yeah. racing. It really and makes the racing even better. While we're talking about the people, like Hoker and, and Kai's and stuff like that, Sean Loader has done oh, an amazing God. job yeah. for that for that fairground. Yeah. So <laughs> he's he's yep. definitely a class. Yep. He's and, a big reason why stuff is changing around there. And, sure. And the, the, you know, the, the fairgrounds, the facilities itself, had gotten kind of run down there for a while. And I tell you what, it is, it is a place to be proud of now. Uh, front really to back, um, you know, it's a place to be proud of. And, and I know, Kelly, you're helping also propagate that and, and bring that to people's living rooms. It's always nice to have people come to the racetrack. But I think the more that we get it in people's living rooms, the more that you're going to get people that say, hey, you know what? We should get out. COVID's kind of starting to rest. Let's get out of the house and go do something. Right. Yeah. Um, and it gives people an opportunity to take a night off where they don't have to go. You sure, know, right. or, or somebody like, you know, uh, think of like Maya, you know, or Garrett that, yeah. that are going, that are running six hours away down at right. the Lake of the Ozarks. All right. Um, you know, it'd be nice for them to be able to be on TV, you know? Right. Hey, Wookie, let's uh, put up pick number two up there. Uh, B-Shep, hot time. Hey, thanks for tuning in there, Goosebox. Uh, and cheers to Wookie. I like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got a fan out there. There's old Brandon Shepard standing there right in front of that Valvoline, number one. That's right. The Rocket House car, Pat. That's right. That's Hot right. time. Now, the old track yeah. record was set by Bobby Pierce earlier this year. Yep. It was uh, 13.7. 13.7. But, man, yeah. old uh, uh, Bishop blistered it, 13.588 seconds. Yeah. So uh, we'll give you a quick rundown here tonight. One of the Quad Cities 150 presented by Hoker Trucking is in the books, to say the least, the racing was intense. It didn't take long for the World Outlaw late models to ratchet up the intensity. On the opening lap, the late model qualifying, Brandon Shepard set a new track record at 13.588. At the start of opening night's 40-lap, 10,000-win feature, Chris Madden and Devin Moran made up the front row. Moran led the first circuit, Madden led the second, and then Moran reeled off the next 38 laps to pick up the win. Bobby Pierce started fourth, ended up moving into second. Uh, Frank Hackenass, the number 99 car, yep. uh, ended up rolling into third. But, uh, Wookie, let's like take a picture of uh, Donnie Moran, the number one. Yeah. Uh, 
I tell you what, up there. When B Shep went out for qualifying, it sounded like a sprint car guy. It did. You know, he just barely didn't even hardly let off. Just kind of breathed it, and I could tell before he even came all the way around that he was going to be hot. Now, here's the number nine car, and what I'll say about that is uh, a lot of you guys know the million-dollar man before Earl Earl Balti's passed away. He wanted to have a race for late models, paid a million dollars to win. Uh, He got that million dollars, uh, and the winner was Donnie Moran, number 99, the million-dollar man. So what we had at Davenport Friday night was his son in the That's CW right. Trucking number nine, yeah. Devin Moran. And he started off the season hot yeah. in Florida. Yeah. He was leading the points, I think if I remember right, when they were leaving when they were leaving Florida. So he's been, you know, here we are, what's that, nine months later almost? Sure. And uh, you know, he's still continuing that role. I mean he's really come into his own. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the IMCA modifieds uh, feature, Jordan Hicks number twenty two. Picks off the win opening night. Tim Ward, the number four TW from Arizona. The guy ends up moving to Iowa. Yeah. He said, in Arizona, I can race rarely, but in Iowa, I can run seven days a week and never leave the great state of Iowa. So That's right. Iowa is heaven. And we had a special guest that was also in town. Kind yeah. Of a, kind of a high-profile guy. Okay. And his name was Kenny Schrader. Kenny Schrader. That's yeah. right. Former uh, NASCAR star, uh, USAC champion. Um, now he's out running dirt tracks and loving life, and we were glad to have him here in town racing with us. Mitchell Morris, Team 70 out of uh, McCausland, Iowa. Brand new Harris car this year. They got that thing tuned up. Boy, they're top yeah. three every night and uh, fighting for a win. IMCA Sport Mod, great feature. Logan Bellows, $750 for picking up the wind. Jimmy uh, Bros Keats, second. Brandon Jewell, uh, the number 99 ride, uh, finishing third. Logan Bellows. Second-generation driver is Dad Milo, ran modifieds for a lot of time or a lot of yeah. years, had a lot of success in UMP and IMCA. He's back behind the wheel and ended up running, uh, you know, a brand new uh, Rage car. And boy, that thing's pretty. Man, that thing is pretty. That thing it's is too, pretty. You know, I always say, you know, they, they're too pretty to race, but uh, <laughs> it was too pretty to race. It's funny yeah, what they race when, yeah. they, when they look that pretty, right? That's right. You got a picture of Bobby Pierce's car out there. Uh, Wookie will throw up there on the screen. Just want to say for all the Bobby Pierce fans, uh, Pierce ended up rolling home in second place. So right. 10000 to win uh, on Thursday night. And Pierce had a nice payday. I know his dad was clapping his hands when they dropped the checker on that one. Now, yeah. uh, we had World Outlaws uh, flagman up there flagging the three-day event. Did a wonderful job. His name's Eric. He's uh, been with the Outlaws a lot of years, does a great job, and, you know, we're proud to have him at Davenport Speedway. Now, night number two, we're going to roll on to Friday night, night number two of three. And uh, here we go. I'm going to give you a quick rundown here. Uh, Night number two of the Quad Cities 150, presented by Hoker Trucking, was just as exciting as night one. It was a great night for Brandon Shepard, his team, and the fans. Shepard started the 40-lap World Outlaw late model feature outside pole, quickly jumped into the lead. Bobby Pierce started directly behind Shepard and stayed in his tire tracks the entire race. Pierce was really able to close in on Brandon in traffic at one point in the race. Top five were running nose to tail, and Shepard would hold on to win the main. So, a uh, great run for him. Here's the rundown. Brandon Shepard with a win. Bobby Pierce rolled home second. Devin Moran, third place, made a lot of money again uh, Friday night. Jason Fegger, fourth, the number 25 car. Chris Madden had a good weekend, finished yes, fifth. He did. 
Kay Dillard, the number 96 or 97 car, yep. uh, finished uh, sixth. Jimmy Mars, glad to see him out there. Running seventh, Hank He's Frank Hackenast. That's right. Jimmy Top Mars 10. has been hot lately. Yeah. Nick Hoffman in yeah. the Team Zero ride ended up ninth. He's had some good runs yes, at Davenport. Shannon Babb uh, rounded out the top ten. So there, there we have it. And when we roll on to uh, Modifieds, Mike McKinney, a regular on the UMP Tour, uh, come up here, jump behind the wheel of an IMCA mod, and uh, ended up picking off the win. Danny Eckrich uh, rolled home second in the number 50. Tom Berry Jr., the defending IMCA Modified National Champion, another great name, all classes. He rolled home third. And he'll be one of the guys you can see out there at Super Nationals up in Boone, Iowa. And we got to pick up right now Brandon Shepard. There is the podium. Now, for you race fans that are out there watching right now and you don't know the drivers, Bobby Pierce on the right and That's on right. the left. Who do we got there, Pat? Uh, that is Devin Moran. All right. That's right. Young yeah. generation. You know, and I, I think I think B Shep's the oldest of the three of them, and yeah. he is 29, if I remember right. Um, yeah, and Bobby's young, but an amazing talent. And, and Devin Moran, obviously, has really come into his own, and he's in his you know early mid-20s. So. Now, I want to tell you, uh, Ryan Reed, uh, sport mod feature that night, number 69, Never won a race in his life. He sent his car back up to Harris. They tuned that thing up, and man, he, uh, uh, you know, he had the race of his life. Ended up leading it all the way. Six years in the sport, never won. How about that? Uh, picks off the feature win. They're elated down in victory lane. They're going crazy. They get down there in tech, and guess what? He had an illegal shock on the right front of the car. It was a ball shock. For those of you race fans out there who don't know a ball shock, it's got a straight shaft on it. But when you get to the top, it's like got a big baseball on it. And it was, uh, you know, it was funny. I mean, it's something that was going to be very obvious in tech. Right. My, my heart really bleeds for Ryan right Reed. Uh, so he lost the win. Ben oh, Chapman, Brian the G. number one JR, come home with the win. Brandon Jewell was second. Logan Vellos uh, finished third. That was night number two. Yep. And then uh, we will get rid of that right there. And I think we're going to have night number three. Will big be the, kahuna. Uh, yeah. The big money payday. All right. But first thing, let's pop up picture number seven. It's our Team Done Right uh, car we got out there. One of the two cars on the uh, Kenny Roberts uh, Motorsports. Uh, there it is. Now, you know, think of a caption for that right now. And thank you to High Side uh, uh, Photography for catching this string of pictures we're going to show you here. But right now... The picture initially before that, uh, the car yeah. is facing upward. But they come into the turn about four wide, and Garrett Albertson's on the high side of the 59 car. Yeah. Brand new car, only four nights on it. Brand new uh, black diamond car. Uh, and he got squeezed. And the car kind of looked like it hooked the cushion a little bit and uh, took off airborne. And so this is the initial shot in Wookiee. If you want to scroll through that shot, we'll kind of talk about it. That looks it. like a sprint car. It does. Yep. I mean, my God, it was terrible. So yeah. there was uh, wow. that would have actually been the second shot of uh, him going airborne. And then we've got, there we go, upside down. And man, I don't know if you've ever been upside down a car. You kind of lose track of where you're at. But that's the car is still not, it's flipping side by side. It's still yep. not in bad shape. Uh, go ahead and keep rolling through that book uh, right there now. What I like here, Kelly, 
Great advertising. Look that's, at that roof. Yeah, right. Yeah. Dish Network. That. Yeah. So that's what People it's are all flipping about. over Dish. See that? Yeah, hey, there you go. that's I like it. That. <laughs> I like that. You might be able to use that in one of your ads. <laughs> yeah, so, right. You know, so uh, that wasn't done for Kelly, but people got to see the Dish <laughs> yeah. Network on the roof. Uh, yeah, and keep on flipping forward now. And look at the nose on that thing, because you can and look at the nose on all of them. You yeah. can see a lot of that, because that's what he, he did say in one of the oh, interviews, yeah. that he w- he was getting blasted with mud. Yep. Blasted. Yep. And so uh, you can see what you, you know, the front end's crushed on the car, the nose flipped back out, it's rubber, but uh, pushes stuff back to the firewall and mm-hmm. just major, mm-hmm. major damage to the tail in the front of that car. And do we have any more or is that it? Well, there we go. Uh, you can see the tires turn to the right when the car kind of flipped off the, uh, the cushion. He's counter steering, but he was along with for the right at this point. Yeah, and it's you know these cars are are they're so jacked up when they're up on the bars that that soon as they dig in, man, the, the the drivers along for the ride. Shout out to all of the the safety gear, however, that all of the late model guys are in the full containment seats. It keeps them safe. Um, it keeps them from flailing around or the seats bending and opening up, and and it, it gives drivers the ability to have a, a crash like that and still get out and walk away and smile at the end of the day. Now, we got uh, Terry Stock up there saying he's watching. Welcome, Terry. Also, Roger Heyman, sell advertising on the half-mile walls. That's you are thinking idea. like we're thinking. Yeah. Here's what we did. That's right. Kelly and I talked about this uh, earlier in the season. Pat, you and I talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we said we got to have Davenport Speedway on that backstretch wall. So yeah. when they're on TV, you know what track you're at. That's right. You know, they've got a 34 raceway yeah. and other tracks we go to. So the Kais went out, and Sean Loader, I think they split the costs. And they had Davenport Speedway put down that backstretch wall. So that was phase one. We've got that. Now when you're watching the... Uh, That's done now? It's done. I didn't yeah. even see it. Yeah, yeah. we'll have pictures. I'm sure that you will see that That's now. That's amazing. And it's yeah. huge. Yeah. It, it really... You like know, the last entire week, length of the back straightaway, the quarter mile. Yeah. But it's on the half mile, so it's just back far enough that you can see yeah. it. It doesn't get dirty. So, Kelly, we nice. do the Friday night shows. Uh, this one was done by... Uh, it was a uh, uh, dirt vision. Dirt vision, That's right? Dirt vision. And so, uh, you know, I'm watching on the big screen down the infield, yeah. and they, uh, you know, it showed up very well on camera. Yeah. And a lot of the photographers, because of that, when they took pictures of the guys going down in the back stretch that they're going to sell, they took them as they were of going course. by that Davenport Speedway because yeah. naturally the guy goes, "Well, I don't know if I'm going to buy this B Chef pick." Well, it was at Davenport Speedway. Now they know yeah. right. they want that pick. They were there that night, and they want to remember that special uh, evening they had. Absolutely. So uh, let's uh, move on to night three. Uh, finally, we're on night three at Davenport Speedway. Kind of funny, uh, Saturday night, the track locked down. Uh, World Outlaws didn't want Ricky Kai to, to farm the track. Ricky's a farmer. He knows dirt. Dr. Al knows dirt. They arm wrestled. Ricky won. And so Saturday night for the big dance, 30000 to win, they had Ricky out there farming the racetrack, and it made for the best Late model show you'd ever seen. Everybody was on their feet the whole race. Good. They yeah. loved it. All of the emails, the text messages, everything I've got, uh, the Kai family have got, uh, they've all been positive. They loved that show. And most people said, hey, are we doing this next year? I mean, we had camping on site. And Pat and I, you right. plugged that all your uh, right. uh, couple of weeks up before the show. Yep. They sold out of camping, and they had to open up more campsites, yep. which were down the half-mile backstretch wall yeah. and 
you know, people, hey, if you want electricity, you pay a little more for the electricity, you got the camping. And, you know, I had somebody that made a comment on one of the picks of Garrett flipping that they didn't think that was a real pick because there's no house <laughs> in the background. What that was was campers lined up all through that turn one and yeah. two, and there was a row in front of that row, and there was a third row out there. So what looked like a house, maybe to that person who made the comment, it was actually a yeah, camper. I think it was one of the buildings. Saying. but yeah, yeah, that's all it was. Yeah. That's, it, right. that's all it was. So I guarantee that, that both Garrett and Mr. Roberts both would wish that was a fake. Oh, yeah, okay. No me, me too. I guarantee that, that that stuff hurts more than yeah. you guys realize. That hurts. Here we go. Dev Moran took home the honors in the finality of the Quad right. Cities 150, presented by Jeff and Penny Hoker Trucking. The Dresden, Ohio native led 69 laps of the 70 lap World of Outlaw Late Mile event. He also took home the winner's check for $30,000. Dollars. How about that? Now he won opening night. That was ten grand. Yep. Thirty thousand dollars. He had a podium finish. He walked out of that place with about forty-eight thousand dollars. Right. Now, Pat, why did we night. take a baseball bat or jump the guy or? That's, that's a, a lot know, of that's money. A good, that's a pretty good weekend, right? It's a pretty good weekend. You know, I've tried taking into the bank a couple of these giant checks, and they they look at me kind of odd. So. Yeah. I, hey, it's a check. It that's should right. work. That's right. That's uh, right. No, led the I first four things. laps before allowing Brandon Shepard lead lap uh, yeah. five. And then his next challenge would come from Bobby Pierce. Pierce tried a couple of slide jobs, those White Castle sliders on Moran. Each time Moran would cross him over, negating the pass. Moran's victory was his second in three days, having won the preliminary on Thursday. Twice the crowd was brought to his feet for cautions. The first was a red, lag, uh, red flag on lap 10 when Garrett Albertson rolled and flipped his car. Yep. We've already been through that tough uh, break for him. Uh, the second right, caution had the crowd a buzz, and that was... Late in the race, Bobby Pierce's second slide job attempt allowed Chris Madden to pass Bobby for second, uh, trying to get the spot back. Pierce and Madden made contact down turn three. Madden spun. World Outlaws has got a yeah. rule, and uh, it's called the blender rule. So what happened was Madden spun, kept her going 360 back on the track. He came out in about seventh. They throw the caution. They... Lead Bobby Pierce in second place. Madden rejoined yeah. the pack in uh, seventh place. And, man, he had a heck of a run. In fact, we'll run down the uh, finishing order there. And that beats the heck out of having to go all the way to the back. Because yeah. you got – Let's show a picture of uh, Chris Madden's yeah. car up there. Well, that was – in, uh, in, in, and I've there's been a lot 13. of controversy on the topic, and, and we're not going to pick sides. But Stoney, uh, thanks, uh, Rick Stone. But, you know, that, that was – you know, that was a kind of a tough racing deal. It's so hard to see in these cars. Right. Um, and – you know, yeah, it was just a tough racing deal, in my opinion. Everybody has their own, and there was a lot of a lot of stones thrown at Bobby, and and I know Madden was was PO'd. I would have been PO'd, but yeah, um, hey, it's you know it's one of those racing deals. So here we got Dev Moran picks up the win. Brian Shirley was second. I see uh, Brian Shirley uh, have a nice run, and then Boom Briggs in the ninety nine B ended up third place. Very happy for him. Uh, Brandon Shepard, B Shep shuffled her back to fourth place. Bobby Pierce, after that contact, I think it kind of got in his head a little bit, and he ended up uh, getting shuffled back to fifth right in front of the sixth place finishing Chris Madden. So one of the things you didn't see on uh, TV or on any of the replays, but the videos out there on the Internet is, uh, man, after that, Madden come in on that, uh, well, must have been a checkered flag lap coming into <laughs> turn three, and they kind of did a little beating and banging, and they did it again <laughs> in turn one. After the flag, but, you know, I would have been mad yeah, uh, just like he was. So that's uh, what I got to say about that. Now, 
I want to look at that picture uh, number 14. Uh, that would be Moran down at Victory Lane. And the guy standing next to it, look at that. That's the beautiful Penny Hoker on the right-hand side. And Jeff, yep. your lucky man, Jeff Hoker on the left side with the uh, winner's uh, trophy. And then a couple of the Hoker Trucking uh, people there on the left, too. But Nice. Uh, I mean, what a great, you know, without people like Hoker Trucking. Oh, yeah. Sponsoring all the race cars he sponsors, sponsoring the race. Uh, you know, serving his drivers, uh, you know, they had all the barbecue and all the great drinks, food, all yeah. that stuff they could uh, handle. I mean, that's a great guy. And we're lucky to have uh, Jeff. Without a doubt. You know, right here in, in Iowa. Yep, just right up the road. Right up the road. Right up the road. Right. Huge, huge proponent of racing, and he brings more. And, and one of the nice things about that, and, and shout out to all the sponsors, um, anytime as a race fan, anytime that you can can help support and advocate for a sponsor of anybody at the track, whether it's your car or not, man, you should do that because they help they help propagate what we enjoy on a regular basis, and that's short track, dirt track racing. You know, Old Gus I mean? Grip up there. Hey, thanks for tuning in, Gus. And you love the tap after the checkered flag. They got the crowd going. Yeah, they mm. got kind of fired up again, yeah. uh, you know, after that. And Gus, I kind of liked it. He had built yeah. a 132nd scale slot car, the number 97K Dillard car. Yep. Took it down to pit, yep. pit area. And uh, one of the guys that races with us in the wintertime, uh, his son has just went in the military. That's right. So Cade autographed that number 97, said it looked great, and said when you talk to your son next, thank him for serving our country and our military because without him, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing right, right now, and that's racing. So what a great uh, guy, Cade Dillard. Hey, uh, let's go on to the next uh, pick. That's going to be the number 15, uh, the great promoters at Davenport Speedway. Okay, we got the one right after that. Maybe there we go. Ricky Kai is one on the right. Uh, you know, he's a guy in the background. He's a farmer. The guy, he's not in it to get all the cameras on him. But he really makes that speedway what it is. That guy went out and farmed the track before the feature. Uh, you know, once again, the old saying, Davenport never disappoints. Ricky, your yep. your history and uh, what people think of you is intact. They love you. You do a wonderful job. He kind of uh, got an arm wrestle match with World Outlaws. Ricky won. He's a farmer. He's strong. He's got arms like Kelly. And uh, he went out there and farmed the track. And uh, man, old Devin Moran's all smiles at check. Now again, Pat, <laughs> that $30,000 check, can you take that in your local bank? Yeah, I, I would try. Yeah. I would try. It's worth yeah, a try. Without a doubt. But want to give uh, props to uh, Jim Groves from Iowa, Illinois Taylor Insulation. Thank That's you, right. Rick. I want to remember yep. that. Yep. He provided food for all of the drivers and crew Friday at Davenport Speedway. Yep. Now, Jim Groves, you know, you need guys like him. Iowa oh, yeah. Illinois Taylor Insulation, been in business a lot of years. Jim's always been a big supporter of racing yep. and sponsoring cars. He used to sponsor uh, Brian Harris, the number 21H. Yep. Right. We had him on the show a week ago. Yep. But uh, thank you for reminding me of that. And Rick. another thing about Ricky and the Kais, yep. uh, this is only their second year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's only their second I mean, year, come on. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, stay tuned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. We're at two years. Uh, just to kind of wrap this piece of it up, Jeff Ike, uh, come home with a win. In the IMCA mod, we'll put that number 16 picture up there. And there is Jeff Ike right there with Team Hoker in victory lane. Now, you notice the back of the car is kind of hiked up. Checkered flag coming out of four. Uh, he got together with Jim Sandusky, broke the ball joint, broke the upper control arm. And, uh, you know, he uh, 
he, of course, was very upset. He was uh, putting Sandusky lap down. Sandusky was a little unhappy. They tapped on the uh, start at the beginning of the feature. But Ike, he'll be up there at Super Nationals, IMCA in Boone, Iowa. Check it out if you haven't been there. And Kelly, we got great news. You're going to be up there. Yeah. So you'll be up there. Now, Jeff Ike up there is one of the few guys. He's won on the same racing vacation. He went out and won the IMCA Modified Feature event, was crowned Super Nationals champion, come back and did it in his late model. That's wow. awesome. Yeah, Crazy. hard to believe. And that you're going to be running a camera out there, Kelly. Well, I'm not sure. They're, they have – we're adding some more stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'll be working with another team and a few other teams, so I'm looking forward to it. It's another one of them little experience things that I get to check out, you know, check the sure. box and nice. say that I've worked the Super Nash. So there you go. Pretty nice. excited. So to wrap this thing up now, uh, Mitch Morris ended up second in the number 70 car. Mitch has had – they got that car tuned up now. He had a third place Friday night, uh, Thursday night, Friday night. Uh, oh, had yeah. a good run Saturday. Here he is uh, sitting in second. Actually put a lot of pressure, got underneath Ike a couple of times. Ethan uh, Braxma in the number 11, finished third. Hayden Carter fourth, Shane DeVolder fifth. Now, uh, you know, I want to say this. Kenny Schrader again, start up front, front row. Yeah. And, man, he threw on the backup beepers and is really struggling with that uh, backup car he's got. Then finally, but, you, know, you know, I think that's that's also a testament to how competition is our, good. Our it, it, local yeah. IMCA modified and late model racing best is to the best. That man, yeah. you come in here and it's like going in Knoxville and running against the Knoxville locals on a Saturday. Yeah, you're not, not going to roll in there and beat them oh, just because oh, you got no, a new car. No. Yeah, hey, right. finally, uh, one of the runs that made me real proud. Look, uh, let's put up that number seventeen. Another one of the team done right cars uh, made. $1,500 for the win for his efforts. Jeff Ike got 2000 Tyler Soppy, the number three T. Yeah. He hurt that car probably about a month ago. They brought out a brand new race car, but he likes that car. They got it put back together, tuned up, and man, you know, as we say, there it is, $1,500 for his efforts uh, in that number three T. And Tyler, uh, boy, another done right sponsored car. You That's see it right. on the front of the door, and he's doing a good job for you, Kelly. Yeah, you know, he, had, you he had future, a rough year, but he's always there. He's you know always there, I mean? man. He's had, some, he's had some things happen. And so what I got to say, yeah. guys like him, wrecked a car, come back with a new car. Our show, True Grit, that's what it's all about. That's right. And that's what it's all about. Tyler, uh, you know, I want to get him on the show this year. We'll have to do a garage interview with him uh, coming up this winter. But, man, what a great uh, guest and what a great effort. Uh, you know, just like uh, Kenny Roberts, that team. I mean, that's what True Grit's all about. I mean, you roll the car, uh, you put it back together, and you go race next weekend in Kentucky yeah. and down in Missouri. Yeah. For what dumb guys are doing, they all have jobs, you know. Yeah, I mean, right. they all have full-time jobs, and they're and they're playing in a a place that it's all full-time drivers right. and teams. Yep. yep. Right? Yep. So they're playing with the big boys. That's insane. I <laughs> yeah. mean, that's that's amazing. And the drive and, and the teamwork and the stuff that they got that they – it's amazing. Yeah. And the hours, and most people don't realize oh. the extra hours that when you get off work at 5 o'clock and then you go to a job that's another, a job, you know, racing is another four hours a day minimum. You know, I mean, uh, shout out to those guys. Yeah, and they're driving a lot more now, too, the, you know, oh, doing yeah. the, the, you know, the big, running with the big boys. They're not going to Dubuque and Davenport and, right. you know, they're, right. they're going four, six hours away sometimes. Yeah. But, uh, so, Kelly, uh, you know, let's get back to you. We've got some time left in the show. Thanks for coming on tonight and uh, spending some time with your crew. Uh, one of the other items you added this year that I really liked and we got to see on TV, uh, 
What was that thing you were flying around and you had a camera oh, in it? Yeah, little drone. We got we little got drones, a little drone man. action. Yeah, we had two of them. Yeah, I uh, had to crashed a couple of them. Um, <laughs> they're both they're both back running again. And uh, you know, again, that's I, I coming in. I always have I always have stuff you know like way out there that we yeah. want to do. And uh, but hey, you know, we we got I did some not as much as I wanted to. I wanted to do some more live live drone stuff this year. Um, but hey, you know, I mean, I think we had a pretty successful year with the tracks that we had and we made improvements every year and it wasn't, sure. you know, it wasn't easy. We, we, you know, we stumbled too. And, uh, should I started the season with just me basically, right. you know, right. So, you said to me, Hey, we need camera, man. And we yeah, went on the hunt that's right. right? and that's I'm right. telling you, we hit the lottery. We did. Now, yep. Gary, who works for you, yep. I mean, that guy is, uh, uh, you know, I can't believe that uh, that guy was out there retired <laughs> yeah. and just kind of yep. enjoying life. Yeah. And that guy comes along, and he's a real system-oriented guy. Yes, he is. So everything's sure. very organized and very system, uh, system-oriented. system Opposites attract, right? Right. I mean, because I am not that guy. And yeah. Kelly, <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, my God, and here's one thing I'll say about you, Kelly, is you're the eternal optimist. Whenever Pat and I have come to you or any of the other team and we've said, hey, Let's try this. You said, hey, great, let's right. go for it. What do we got to do to make it happen? You know, you're not beating us into the ground. And, you know, I'm just uh, blessed to be part of your team and Ditto. be part of the, you know, the upbeat, uh, you know, attitude we've got over well, here. Well, and, and likewise, I mean, right back <laughs> at you guys. And, and, and I did. I, I, I lucked out. I, I mean, uh, Josh, Wilk, um, you know, Sonny. Yeah. Sonny came back early. You know, okay. he, he is always a, a good help. And Gary. Um, you and know, and even some of the other ones, it didn't really work out, man, yeah. because everything is a blessing or a lesson. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and I'm not, again, man, I just try to do better every day. Yeah. But, but um, and we're, we're really fortunate and went back to the drone thing, a circle back to the drone, you're doing things on a local level. And so places like Davenport and, and Dubuque and Donaldson are, are able to have some of the technology and advancements that you only see in the, the big yeah. scale, like, well, like, and, like the world of outlaws and, yeah. and stuff like that. And so, Shane said yeah. it best. I mean, there was another team that came in and did a show earlier in the year right. with one camera. And I'm like, dude, I'm doing three right. for a weekly show. Right. And, and we do, and we're doing event. live scoring now too. Absolutely. And that was a special yeah. event. And you come with yeah. one camera, come and on. and basically, I, exactly. Sorry, but I had everything kind of wired up for you, so your speed shot was already wired. It was yeah. already it was right there. Just yeah. plug it in. That's right. <laughs> yes. And you know, uh, you know, like you said, you know, they come in, they don't have, uh, you know, the equipment we've got, and you know, we've done some big shows. We yeah, that's did, right. Uh, yeah, Lucas Oil uh, MLRA shows, and we uh, we really received a lot of accolades. In fact, I got. Uh, you know, I've saved some of the kudos from people that uh, sent us. Just said, man, wonderful show. We're talking about people across America, Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, Indiana, Missouri, Minnesota, yeah. Michigan, California, right. Texas, uh, and uh, even uh, Germany. And yeah. they were all tuned in watching on Dunright TV. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and we we did we lost a couple of the bigger shows this year. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, Kevin, I think, asked earlier, um, we're not doing the Yankee this year. Right. Uh, you know, last year was a different ball game. Um, right. You know, Thanks, we Tim. helped some people out, and uh, yeah. you know, this year, you know, some of the some of the bigger guys came in, and I don't blame them. Yeah, honestly, you know, I mean, they're, but hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm just <clears throat> gonna say it, man, that that my my game is gonna continue to improve whatever 
anybody does. I don't. Right. If I'm losing shows, you better bring your A game, right? Because you know, if you're not going to get away with it right, with one right. camera, because every other show we're going to be doing is going to be. And you know, hopefully here, we'll be doing three cameras every you know, show. We had that out of town outfit come in, and they got uh, you know three or four of the big shows. They were throwing big money on the ground, uh, you know, and literally yeah. buying the shows. And then when they found out that they didn't have their math adding up to where it was profitable, for, you know, for them, yeah, that's right. they left town. Hey, we're still here, yeah. Kelly. Yeah, and I'm not going anywhere. And I mean, I, <laughs> I, I will go places, and I'm going to change things up to, again because it's not about it's it's not about me. I, I'm I'm trying to help the the tracks, right? And and if everything, I, I've got a lot of stuff written down, and we're gonna we're gonna make some changes next year. But if everything goes my way, uh, we're gonna double the amount of tracks, and we're gonna make it a lot easier for the track to promote themselves. Yeah, and, you know, we've talked about that, Kelly, and they're all good ideas, and these are things we're not ready to roll out to the general public, right. but they're all, I want to let you know the way we're just not sitting, uh, sitting out, resting on our accolades. Uh, yeah. We are uh, going over a lot of things we're going to do next year different for this show, for the yeah, uh, Dunright right. group outside, and we've got this beautiful studio. Kelly, you gave us a studio that is second to none. That's right. And, you know, we've got, you know, these beautiful big screens in here, top-of-the-line equipment, the mics and everything. And, you know, I had a lot of guests, uh, they walked in this year, and they just said, oh, my God, uh, you know, I've been on other shows, but, well, you guys really do it right. And I said, well, that's why we're called Done Right. Well, and, and we've, had, we've had a number of guests that we wanted to have on the show that we, we tried to schedule on the show that just didn't work out. A lot of the, the, the national traveling guys that we yeah. couldn't get in on a Monday because of that, because... And we're proud of what we have, and, and we want to. They've seen bits or snippets of the show. They're impressed by it. And so um, your reputation is, is continuing to grow. And, well, and, and thank you itself, guys so. for, for everything because I, I couldn't have done it without any of you guys. Yeah. And, uh, and believe me, the, and the studio just kind of fell, it, it kind of <laughs> fell together because, I mean, it was, it was, you know, it was a home theater for a minute, but. You know when everything started changing, and and I mean there, there's a hundred different stories that lead me to today, um, and you know and what we did, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's just kind of it's hard to believe. I look back on it, I'm like, how in the hell am I running a broadcasting company? Right. You know, because yeah, I'm who, like, people ask me, and I'm like, from? I don't know how yeah. I did it. I just don't. I just, just kept, I just kept putting one foot in front of the other. That's right. And figured out as we go, you yeah. know. And but that's something I, you know, if if <laughs> And I've got to be careful because if I if I, if it's not constructive, then I could do the same thing in a self-destruct mode too. Because sure. that's just how I work. If I'm sure, not sure. focused on something, uh, then I get mixed up. Yeah. You know? But um, we didn't get as much done as you know. And I had to cancel a few shows. You know. Right. And uh, oh god, that is brutal. I'll tell right. you because <laughs> wow, uh, I'm not good at that. I am not yep. good. At missing but yeah. you uh, know what uh you know we we had to do that kelly we didn't have the staffing at that point right. and it's a good it's problem a to have driven you know you've got uh not to have enough staffing we got people in we trained them yeah. uh you know you know again my hat goes off to gary and the you know the training program oh, yeah. he put together yeah it's out. and so you know you're better off just to say hey let's come back and we can do a better job and we're going to have to skip well, this first and, and one. now we've got something. We've got, because we've got some SOPs and stuff that Gary and Wilk have been working on. So it makes a huge difference when we're, Thank when I'm know. trying to show somebody something, yeah. you know, 
uh, when when there's a book that comes along with it, right? You know, and even like the my the guys at Speed Sport and and you know the the people that we work with on a daily basis for the broadcast. Sure. Uh, I mean, again, man, it's it's I've I've got great support, man. I yeah. that's 100 percent what it is, right? Um, and I'm not scared to step out, I guess, because yeah. I, you know, and in uh, the feedback, and, and I, you know, I'm not afraid of failing because I do it all the time. It's, I'm, that's one of the best things that I do. I that's guess, just you know, another but, step towards success. But to yeah, me. I mean, you know, how do you know unless you you got to take the get steps. Your right. foot wet, right? It's a little I scary, mean, but hey. Yeah, but man, it beats laying on the couch. Oh my God, aren't you telling the truth? <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I used to, you know, I tell all the salespeople I used to be VP of sales, and I'd talk to a lot of people and. Uh, a lot of new reps out there in yeah. the field now. He said that, uh, you know, there's activity versus productivity yeah. and producti- productivity. You know, you're actually out there making money for the company, making strides forward. And, you know, activity, if you're just sitting there, you know, on, shuffling a lot of papers on your desk and you never really go off and try to make something happen, you know, you're just shuffling papers, <laughs> staying right, home yeah. on your couch. And again, it's just the way that it happened because, you know, I mean, the TV thing has been going a little bit down. I mean, I've been doing that for 20 years. Sure. You know, so the That's TV amazing. Thing. And you and left then, Alcoa. I left Alcoa, yeah. Uh, okay. You would have been retired by now, Kelly. I don't yeah, know if you ever thought about, about that. that but yeah, <laughs> okay. You're right. So I'm glad right. you left Alcoa. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, and that, yeah, and that's that's a good thing. Uh, sure. Hey, you know what? The studio, too. Uh uh, we're going to change it up. It was, you know, originally going to be a home theater. Now it's, you know, our racing studio and our studio that will be utilized right. here with Dunright TV. So uh, a lot of the posters you see hanging on the wall, a lot of the awards that we've won here, uh, you know, at Dunright, uh, they'll go away. We've got uh, a bunch of die casts that uh, we're going to get put up and, and in display cases, a lot of the stuff we've already got. We're going to make it more look like a, a racing room. That'll all be for 2022. Yep. But we're going to be out there this winter. Uh, we're going to do those garage uh, shots. I mean, yep. Gary Webb, we talked about him, 32,000 people, you know, watching that, Kelly. Yep. And, you know, it was just amazing. His son on GaryWebRacing.com, uh, you know, put together a nice uh, video tribute to his dad. Yep. And they're at uh, over 70,000 hits on that thing. That's yeah. impressive. I we've, love we've averaged throughout the season this year. Uh, 6,000 uh, hits on, uh, you know, each show we've done. Ray Gus Jr., we had very strong numbers. Uh, we talked to Gary Webb about what Ray's uh, numbers were, and Gary said, you know, the guy's retired, and I'm still competing against him. <laughs> but guess what? Gary ended up inching by him and beat him by about 400 uh, viewers, and then Brian Burkoffer comes in and just kind of blows the roof <laughs> off the, the studio. The so, uh, uh, you know, we've had a lot of steps forward. We've had... You know, a few uh, steps back, we had, uh, you know, two cancellations that were, couldn't be avoided. And uh, so we had to quickly, uh, you know, gather new pictures and head new direction. But we, we did it. Uh, we've done our 20th show tonight, Kelly. Does it seem like 20 shows? I, mean, I, I don't know how many, gone, I don't know how many like events quickly. we did this year either. I know we did over 100 last year. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just... I'm just happy to be doing something. I, I mean, I love doing it. It's not easy by any means because it's all the the cost is is it's very expensive. Just astronomical. To, you you know, to go out and buy all these cameras and all the equipment yeah. we got. I mean, on, it's Kelly. probably I don't know twenty five thirty. You, pro- you don't want to know. Yeah, I mean, don't a think lot, about it too much. Yeah, <laughs> but so, you know, um, I don't know, man. It's just something that I can sink my teeth into and something sure. I don't know that I can figure out. 
Well, right. you, you're doing an excellent it. job of bringing the sport that we all love to everybody's living room. So yeah. kudos on that. Um, I know the regular season's winding down most places. Most places ended this last week. Kelly, do you have any other big shows still on tap for 2021 before the season completely We've wraps We've got up? a few shows. we got some shows coming up in Rock Island, uh, at, you know, at East Moline. Um, we got a uh, – I think there's a – I, I don't want to mix it all up, but I know there's a Gary Webb one coming up in a couple right. of weeks, and then there's right. another sure there's another memorial one coming up this weekend. Yeah, uh, with Keith Bloom and a couple other drivers that I didn't really right. know. Ron so, March Jr. was yeah, one of them. Yeah, uh, there were three drivers I believe that uh, yeah. get over in that. So I'm going to get involved in that a little bit because Keith is one of the guys that got me into this. He's the sure. first guy that ever asked me to sponsor his car. So oh my God, what a great guy! Yeah. yeah. So oh, that whole Bloom family, yep. top and you notch. know he, the pit bull man, because it, 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 I remember it him. He, he called me one time and he's like, "Hey, you got to come help me steal this dog." And I'm like, "What, Keith? Come on, you've lost it." And uh, <laughs> but there was a dog that was tied up, and it was stupid hot out, you know. Yeah. And uh, so and we we, had, we all know how that went. But oh yeah. We're not going to talk about the the end. Of I love that. it. Yeah. Love but it. the dog yeah. is good, and it's with a, a good, good friend. Hey, it was like uh, you know the cops come up me. I think it was Saturday night, and they said, "Hey, you got to call this number here." There was, uh, they gave me a license number, a vehicle description out in the parking lot, blue vehicle, SUV, here's the plate number, and there is a dog inside oh, with no the windows way. rolled no up. No way. And we're going to break out the windows if you don't get out to this vehicle in five minutes. And I said, my God, the heat index must have been 106. Right. And cool. so, you know, in the car, it must have been 120. And they could tell that the dog was very stressed and oh, very sure. wanting water, food, and I, and uh, thank God, you know, the guy made it out. They didn't have to beat the windows out, but what are people thinking? Come I on, man. I understand that. I love my animals. Oh, I've got cats too. and dogs both. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So back back to the, uh, is there anything that you guys can share uh, to kind of tease? Uh, this is a kind of the wrap-up of our True Grit season. Looking yeah. towards 2022, is there anything that you can share with with everybody that you're going to be working on? Anything that you're going to be rolling out? Are you going to? I'm not going to. I'm not going to put that much out there just because it's probably going to change. Sure. Uh, but there's going to be more. Yeah. And and I'd like to add a few tracks. I would like to. Uh, I, I, you know, we haven't done any sponsorship or anything like that. I'd like right. to get more people involved, so uh, you know, so we can put on a better show. Sure. I, and I can tell you, next year there'll be other options to buy. Sure. So this year we really didn't have a choice because didn't have the because we work with the different tracks, and every track gets a cut. Right. Of what we do, so I can't really put a hey a five track package because then there's no there's no money left on the you know there's right. no meat right. left on the bone. Uh, the the cost just the production cost alone we won't get into the total cost but it's it's upwards of forty percent yeah of that's the crazy. cost of putting on a production that wow. that's sure. that's just the internet. The, well, what's you your know, internet cost a month, Kelly? My what internet's kind of, over seven hundred bucks a month just for my track internet. Just for your track just internet. Track I mean, internet. come on, man. I've oh. got three. I don't know. Three thousand dollar cameras. I mean, it yeah. just keeps going on and on and on. But sure. You know. Uh, so we've made a little money, but I mean, everything is going right back into here. You yeah. know, and, and it, it was tough losing a couple of the big shows this year. I mean, no doubt about it. We picked up a couple too. Sure. But again, I, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to, I'm going to pay my dues. It's my, you know, but like I said, I'm also going to, the pressure's on because it's sure. not, it's not, a, it's not even for anybody else. It's my, it's my own, it's my own thing. I mean, it's, I'm not competing against anybody. I just got to, right. if I'm going to do it, it's going to be good. 
You're doing an excellent <laughs> job, and, and you're true credit to the sports. So, yeah, so well, thank you. From all of us, thank you, Kelly. Yeah, and thank you guys, and, and thank my team. And I, I, my team was amazing. My Dunright team, my my Misty. old school team, Misty, and yeah. and my Tex, and and my mom, and my family, um, all the drivers. I mean, you know, it just goes on and on. I'm just grateful beyond words that, sure. uh, you know. I don't know where I would be right now if I didn't have this, honestly, because the TV thing, you know, I'd be installing sat or you know, right. security cameras and stuff sure. like that. But, but this is way funner than that. Oh, and yeah. When I when I left Alcoa, you know, and it, and again, there's a hundred different stories with this, but I left Alcoa. Basically, they come into the break room one night. I was on break, and I said, "We're offering a buyout. We're going to either be able to lay off or a buyout." And paperwork, you know, is upstairs, and I'm like, "I'll take the buyout." <laughs> and it was November, and I, and then you know, and then I got the got like got fifteen grand or something like that is yeah. what I got. Sure, and uh, it was like in November. Yeah, okay. And then by February, I had like twenty five hundred bucks in my you know in the bank. Yeah, and then I'm like, holy shit, what am I going to do? do? So I, do? I got a newspaper. And this is back in two thousand. Okay, and you know what I seen in the newspaper? Seven fifty eight bucks an hour. I was making I don't know twenty two twenty four <laughs> bucks an hour. Right, you know, and I'm like, oh my god. Because I didn't look. I just said, I'll take it. Sure. I had no idea what I was going to do. Jeez. And then somehow I started doing satellite dish, and then, and I happened to work for the worst guy in town, so that's where Dunright came from. Good. And nice. uh, so then it just kind of carried on. All right. Well, hey, Pat, we're about ready to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, we're getting yeah. to the end of the show. Uh, any closing remarks for 2021? Uh, you know, it's been a great season. A lot's changed. We're always working on improving uh, what we do. I know we have a lot of things that we're looking forward to in 2022. Um, if you're watching this either live or um, on Memorex, Thank you, Ed. Um, please make sure you stay tuned. We're going to be doing some, um, as the guys have mentioned, some walkthroughs and garage visits throughout the off season. Sure. This is kind of the wrap-up of our regular season. Also, please make sure that you like and share um, that helps us out more than, than people realize. Please make sure that you like and share this video and subscribe so that you're kept apprised of any new videos that we have coming out. And uh, i tell you what, it's been a great season, guys. I look forward to continuing to improve and, and looking forward to 2022. All right, man. Yeah, hey, I want to thank all the fans out there, you know, at the racetracks and listen to our show. Uh, I got laryngitis about three weeks ago it was. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you what, I've never had laryngitis. I'm 62 years old. I got a lot of emails, a lot of text messages. They told me, drink apple cider vinegar, but it's got to have mothers in it. So I started <laughs> drinking that. Rick Eshelman from World Outlaws says, oh, Shane, he said, you got to drink uh, pineapple juice. So I started drinking pineapple juice. Another guy told me, you got to eat red beets. Red beets got red beets. iron in it, and they've got this and that, and it's... Uh, so I started eating red beets and I'll tell you, I won't go into a lot of details, but when you eat a lot of red beets, it turns things red. So, I, you know, I was ready to call the doctor then and say, man, take me to the hospital. It's like, I have a couple of St. Patrick's day stories. That yeah, are kind of like that. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I did everything they told me. I went to my doctor twice. In fact, I'm going to see him again Wednesday and he had me taking pills initially. And then he said, well, go ahead and spray your throat and here's a new pill. And then he says to me, when I'm going in to see him Wednesday, this Wednesday it'll be, uh, you know, Shane, you're probably just going to have to rest your voice and you'll get it back. And I said, this would have been nice to know, like, three yeah, weeks ago. you wouldn't ago. have listened. But I wouldn't listen. No, you know what? <laughs> I love racing. You know, I'm so thankful that all the promoters out there and the Kai family said, hey, Shane, keep going. Uh, thankful to Kelly. I sounded terrible. 
want to apologize to fans, but I'm going to tell you, I love racing. My heart's in it. If God gave me a magic wand tonight and said, Shane, do whatever you want to do, I'd keep doing what I'm doing right now. I mean, racing yeah, is where my heart's at. I love it. My heart and soul's in it. And, you know, I'm blessed to have uh, Kelly and Pat uh, in my life, the Kai family in my life, and all the people that, you know, I work with uh, in the racing community. So uh, thanks, Goosebox. Ed Roberts, thank you for the kind words. Thank Kevin Schroeder, Mark. Uh, Tim Hazen, man. I remember watching you race at uh, Hawkeye Raceway in Bluegrass, Iowa. Stoney, uh, one of the old crew members on the number seven national championship team. Grip, uh, you race with us. Uh, yep. On down the line, all the people who have watched the show throughout the year, Roger Heyman, friends on Facebook. We couldn't do it without you guys. And, uh, you know, I'm very thankful. And, and, and I'll go ahead and throw that question that, that Pat said, too, to the sure. fans and to, and to our, our guests and the people that, that are watching the show and watching the races. Right. What, do, what do you want to see? Because we want to yeah. hear from you. We want to hear. And, and, and even if it's something – we like complaints too, man, honestly, because I, you know, I mean, anything that can make us better. Yeah. That's right. I'm cool with it. And I'll, yeah. and I'll always never uh, always take the criticism. Uh, I mean, anybody's going to tell me what to do. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's an go. easy, that's an easy one. All right. Well, God bless so. all you great race fans. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Pat. And uh, we're wrapping up 2021, our 20th show today. And, uh, watch us do a lot of Facebook Live. We're going to be doing some garage interviews out there and doing a few other things that I think you'll like. Uh, so God bless. We'll be seeing you around the track, and good night. Thanks, everybody.